0: What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go! Really quickly, I there's people like, man, why, 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 we, why you put your hands up? Or I don't feel like it. Um, why do you put your hands up if a cop says, Put your hands up. Come on, talk to me. Huh? You're surrendering to what, though? Authority. And if you don't lift your hands or respond to the authority, they say it's what? Resisting arrest. Help, help this side over here. Y'all must have came together. Amen. So there's resisting what? Arrest. There's never a day God's trying to arrest you, but he will not force you. Why do people go into places of meditation and be still because stealing your body scientifically will calm everything down, supposedly quiet things down, get in a still place. So if that being still physically should bring some sort of centering, then my movement should cause some sort of stirring. So when we're asking God to move, God is limited in his movement without you moving. This is very strange that he would die and purchase your body so he can live in you when he was the perfect one. Why would he need your body? Right. Why does your car need to move? Well, your car can't move till you turn on the engine. I liken that to raising my hands or opening my mouth. He's be turning on the engine. I'm starting something. The heavenlies begin to stand at attention when I pay attention, when I engage. Right? I think some of you should try lifting your hands, even if you want to lift them like this. That's a little better. Right? You don't want nobody to see you. You're worried about people. But this is the last picture I get. Sometimes you see people working on their abs, right? And when they're working on their abs, especially like boxers or football players, there's this thing they'll do. They'll grab the pull-up bar and they'll have somebody punching them in the (laughs) stomach. (sighs) And they're like... What are they doing? They're tightening. They're tightening their abs. They're tightening their abs. They're tightening their abs. They're tightening their abs. Make sure I say abs. They're tightening their abs, right? They're tightening their abs. And there's just like, uh, uh, uh. There's some people in this room. Well, everybody in here is going through something. But I think what God is trying to teach his church how to do is to keep a posture. While getting punched some of y'all getting beat up by the devil physically mentally and what you're doing Is sort of your posture is like the man on the porch who's just curled up and just like poor me And god is saying I actually need you to get up in the posture. I created you And while you're feeling pain And we'll sing. Oh, it, it hurts, but and we'll sing hallelujah Till you Right. And then there's a lyric that says, so, so, so let's start right now. Why would we pause? In other words, everybody has eternity in them and they know there's a day coming that will be relieved from this world. The the lyric says, if you really know that, the true representation of your faith that knows and truly believes there's a day coming that you will be relieved from pain and tears, it says that faith says, well, so let's start. If you really believe, so let's start right now. Right? So then what I believe is you're going to take your last breath. And then you're going going to do one of many things. You're going to take your last breath on earth. You immediately enter into God's hands, into the angels' hands. And you either start dancing. You're going to start shouting. But immediately after your last breath in a world of turmoil, you will enter into a world of nothing but freedom. Your response is not going to be... Hey, Jesus, how you doing? And what he's saying is the moment you die here, you return to glory unlimited. But because heaven is not only on earth, it's in earth. So let's start right now. If you believe, why would you wait? Is there anybody in here that believe? So let's start right now. Imagine when you take your last breath seeing Jesus, seeing your grandma, seeing your mama. What are you going to do then? Do it now, right now, right now. Are you going to lift your hands to glory and say, Jesus, thank you. Are you going to go see Moses and say, thank you abraham thank you grandmama thank you daddy oh you made it too thank you dance now lift your hands so let's start now some of you like do it take all of that it takes more than that did it take jesus to die on the cross for you i would say that's doing too much my praise can never match his sacrifice but what I do understand is my praise requires sacrifice. <laughs> you cannot praise without sacrifice. Some of you, you want to keep your hands crossed, but look what Jesus did. Sacrifice. I wish some of y'all didn't have no pockets on your clothes right now, so you just rub yourself. You just rub yourself. Jesus hung high and wide publicly. And here's the thing, he only had two people doing what he was doing. You got at least 100 people to worship with. (laughs) He was dragged from courthouse to courthouse, and he was innocent. You the guilty one. And all he says is, man, give me worship for paying your bill. Can you just lift your hands for, paying, for me paying your bill? I didn't ask you to pay the bill. All I asked you to do is pay the tip. You tell me which one you prefer to pay. And sometimes the tip is just lifting your hands. Sometimes the tip is saying sorry. Man, I'll pay the tip all day. Please pay. Please. And everybody will pay the bill on some, a cheap meal. But I don't know about you, I've discovered that I'm the best steak in the best steakhouse in the world. Which means what he paid for ain't cheap. Maybe you see yourself as normal and cheap and, man, I'm pricey. Well, hope you got it. Give God a big old round of applause. Hallelujah. You can be seated. You can be seated in the presence of the almighty God. Today is a good day. Can we give it up for our first time attendees one more time? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I love that analogy. And also you that are watching uh, by way of stream, if you at home, are we? Oh, are we streaming? Amen. I'm going to practice. You watching by stream, at home in the name of Jesus, this is my faith walk i want to just encourage you right now we're gonna have way more cameras like i'm speaking to you over in ghana i'm speaking to you over in zimbabwe i'm speaking to you in china in the name of jesus right where you are i'm telling you the lord is at home with you over in brazil the lord is at home with you Over in Mexico, the Lord is at home with you. Over in Europe, the Lord is at home with you. Over in the Bahamas, the Lord is at home with you. In Winnipeg, the Lord is at home with you. In South America, the Lord is at home with you. I'm calling them in from the north, south, east, and the west. The Lord is with you. Amen. Amen. Woo! that big old black man going crazy up there absolutely I'm just happy I'm free I'm happy I was lost but now I'm found I'm happy I'm not where I used to be I'm happy I had I had a poverty mentality but now I know who I am I'm so happy from going from a slave to a, a son I'm gonna celebrate often amen father thank you this morning for the people Thank you for your sons and daughters. I declare that they are good ground. I declare that the word that goes forth will not fall on dead ears. And it will not fall on bad soil. I declare every single person that have ears to hear are good ground and this word today will produce some 30 some 60 some hundredfold if that's you receive it whatever 30 60 100fold lord this word today will not return void in jesus Name, I declare this word will kick us into a new gear of momentum in Jesus' name. This word will give us direction and clarity and strength and power and courage and boldness and faith in the name of Jesus. Say, I'm good ground, amen. Let me hop right in for you that are at home. Uh, you can respond, you can shout, you can take notes, write notes on your wall, whatever you need to do. Worship with your kids, go to the bathroom, take your phone to the bathroom, which you do whatever you got to do. Lock in, get this word. And here at Love Quest, we thank you for being partners with us. Revelations 19. And on his garment or his robe and on his thigh. He has a name inscribed on his what? Thigh. Well, when you put something on your thigh. And what is that name? Come on, talk to me. King of what? And what? Keep the energy right up here. Keep it up here and we're going to go higher. Say higher. The king of kings. For those that don't know, we're on our, Love Quest is on a championship run, and the Lord promised to take us on a series of wins. Okay? And what I understand about championship, I, I know these Stanley Cup stuff going on, or it happened. The intensity of the crowd. If you went to the BC Lions game, the intensity of the crowd. There is no good championship team without a good championship crowd. Right? The home team plays a factor in winning. Understand, understand, and so I, I got the ball in my hand, and if I get a ring, that brings wealth to my city. Yes. So during the playoffs, your business makes more money because we're winning. Hi. Oh, you're gonna hear a lot of championship talk because I understand a lot of people know how to play games, but not a lot of way how to win especially in a country like this or B.C., I'm going to put it that way, where everybody needs to play. No, no, no. If your kid is trash, that's your fault you paid all that money. I tell the coaches, I remember uh, we took my son to California to play for, for, for my old high school, and he, uh, I remember he had a little attitude, and the coaches I played with, In high school. And they took him out in a very important game. He was the best player on the team. They set him down the whole game. He got took out in the first quarter. I would never be the parent going over there asking the coach, why you didn't play my son? I'm like, good. I don't pay for my kids to play. I pay for them to learn and grow up. I pay for the principles of team more than I pay for playing time. Playing time should be earned. Right. But in a mindset where you were raised that everybody's on the same playing field, everybody gets the same playing time, even if it means we lose. So the game here is more about being fair than it's about winning. But I heard somewhere favor ain't fair. Hallelujah. That's Effie Ray right there. She got it. There's nothing fair about the favor of God on your life. And if you're going to carry favor, you're going to have to carry a roar as well. You're going to have to carry a sense of identity or that thing can be taken or you will diminish the favor on your life because you're just trying to be fair. (laughs) All right. Say I'm a champ. Everybody around me a champ. Championship teams or championship organizations also aren't afraid to trade good players for great attitudes. All I need is a couple great players. I need more locker room players. I need players on the bench That will hold other players accountable. I don't need. I tell my son all the time. Son. Coaches. You got the talent. But bro. When I see you on the sideline. Coaches are looking for attitude. They are looking at who got energy during the game. Even when we down. Are you cheering? Even, Even if you're not getting no playing time. Who on the bench stretching? Staying ready. How many of you have not yet walked in the purpose of your call, or you on the sideline, presumably, and you ain't stretching or preparing to get put back in the game? You're not a champion you just like, well, I'm going to go on over here and do this over here. And whenever that happens, then it'll happen. That's not championship. That is mine. That ring is mine. That crown is mine. That position is mine. And if I'm not in it right now, I am going to prepare for the day God say, son, get in the game. How many people preparing for the coach to look down the bench and say, get in the game? Lord, put me in the game. put me in the game I'm not accepting when you grow up in a culture like this you accept the bench you accept no playing time you accept passing the call to somebody else and then you get in practice and you don't compete Who said that Christianity is exempt from competing? Where do you think competition come from? The Lord says, contend for the faith. Jesus competed for your soul. The devil was trying to take it and he fought back. When he was in the wilderness fasting and he was hungry, he fought back. Get some fight back in your Christianity. (laughs) Yes, I'm yelling because I'm competing right now. Say, he's king of kings. He's lord of lords. Yes, sir. Uh, so on his thigh says king of kings. I had a little revelation and I'm going to share it with you today. Okay. I want to title this message today, key of keys. It's the key of keys. Drop the S on the top. What do you mean, pastor? I brought up a question last week, and I said, how many people would love to walk around like a janitor with 100 keys on their hip? I don't think nobody would. How many people would love a, a, a master key? And this is the challenge with this generation. We got tons of keys where we could try to get to God. Some of you have tried. You got all kinds of keys. You got the yoga key, you got the new age key, you got the marijuana prescribed medication key, you got the sip on the wine key, you got the sex key, you got the porn key, you got all these keys. And, and, and only the only reason you're doing what you're doing is because you think that that will bring you some sort of peace, healing, resolve in life. The woman with the issue of blood had all kind of keys. The Bible says she tried them all. And although she may have gotten through certain doors, she got into the storage house and there was no supplies. So, a lot of us actually are using keys to empty storage rooms. (laughs) He's the key of all keys. There's many keys out there, there's many gods, there's many lords, there's many kings. But the Bible says he's king of kings, he's lord of lords, he is the key of keys. You're following me now. He's the key of key. And the underlying says, take it back by force. Some of us need force in our Christianity. The Bible says the kingdom for suffering violent, violent. Take it by what? Force. Take it back by force. This is why I gave you the example. Let's say everybody in here sick. Okay? Sometime I believe God is not. Re- you think God's not responding. Yes, he's, he's responding in a different way. You want him to take it away. He wants to build you up with it on you. Right. So 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 there is no results in working out without pain. There is no results. There's no cuts in your arms. Without pain. Sometimes. The pain is not about what's put on you. It's also what you're willing to do without. Right? We're about to go into a fast. We're not going without. We're going within. But the first time people hear fast, you think about food, which lets you know. Stronghold. And so sometimes the pain is coming from abstaining. Sometimes some pain is coming from saying no, not yes. Sometimes the weight is heavier when there's no literal weight on the bar. It's just resistance. And your, it gets heavy because of fatigue, less about how much weight is on the bar. So learn how to understand what kind of weight you're under. Is it resistance? Is it, is it, is it less weight But you're making it weighty. And all God is saying is I need you to let it down slow. Versus push up the heavy weight. Maybe you're in a season where God is saying I'm going to put some weight on your hands. And I need you to actually resist it from coming down. I'm not going to take the weight off. I need you to practice resistance. And in your mind, what the devil wants you to think is you got 445 plates on each side. And in your mind, you're magnifying the heaviness of what you're going through. And here, you ready? Some of your struggles right now is because you are miscalculating the weight. The cool part about resistance is it's actually something really light. Sometimes it's, it's, it's just, but that resistance weight comes when I've already lifted heavy. Right? So I, all these bars, right? So there's times where he'll be, I man, I'll lift heavy, lift heavy. And then what do you call it when you take the weight off? Yeah, so then we'll do a drop set. Oh, I just caught that. Maybe three months ago, it was four plates on each side. And maybe maybe you're getting closer to no weights on the bar. And you're experiencing fatigue, not weight. Get the picture. A drop set is, I got four bars on each side. I do 12 reps. And my trainer and my spotter takes off a plate. And then he says, do more. Then he takes off a plate. Then he takes off a plate. Now it's only one plate on each side. He takes it off. And sometimes he'll say, hold it. Yes, you mad at him. You better catch this. Is this some of you going through this? You mad at God. If you admitted it, you mad at God. That's why you keep saying why you are frustrated. But if you can see that there's actually no more weights on the bar, he's just asking you to hold it. And this is why he gave you the picture of man. Let the devil punch. When he's saying hold it, he's saying I'm developing your posture. See, you want me to develop your pocketbook before your posture. (laughs) See, if I develop your your, your posture before your pocketbook, the devil can steal no more. You know how to make $2 work. I give you a toonie and you flip it because you got the right posture. What if the Lord is just asking you to hold it? And according to scripture, he wouldn't ask me to hold something I couldn't carry. And here's the beautiful part. He didn't ask me to hold it without him. You got a spotter. <laughs> you got to put your trust in the trainer and the training plan. See, we focus on before I knew you, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I had a plan for you. We think it's all about he had a house for us, he had healthy kids for us, he had bankroll for us, he had paradise. So our whole pursuit is to get to the things, but he also had a training plan, not just a promised land. Say, Lord, you my key. Matthew 16, then Jesus answered him, blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood men have not revealed this to you, but who, who is in heaven? He asked, who do men say that I am? Clearly, Peter, he hits the nail on the head, and he says, surely flesh and blood. Did not reveal that to you, but revelation from heaven revealed that. And I tell you, you are Peter, a large piece of rock. And on this rock, I will build my church. Who going to build this church? Talk to me. Who going to build this church? This is not the organization. It's the organism. It is not the organization, nor is it building. The Lord said, I will build you. (laughs) The master key, the master builder, the master general contractor, the master planner said upon this rock, we build in something that will not and cannot be destroyed. The question is, is can you live with that same energy, same energy? Can you live in pain off that revelation? Remember when you first get a piece of revelation like, oh, that is so good. Now, when you in pain or in a situation. That same energy from when you got the revelation is required. Because here's the key. He gave you the key when you wasn't in the pit. So when you go in the pit, you know what's up. But it requires the same energy. <laughs> Woo! What's good, Pastor? I got to write that circle, that highlight, that man. Put your highlighter up. <laughs> Bold italic circle. <laughs> I can just hear your notes when you're going through it. Hello. Um. I will build my what? Church. Now I go back where we going. And the gates of hell shall not prevail, overpower it, or be strong to its detriment or hold. This is what you got to understand. The this didn't say, and the gates of hell would not make progress or advance. It's the same thing as no weapon form shall prosper, right? A a, a burglar can get in your house. He can turn over all your stuff, but not take your life. But here's the question. He can take your life if the stuff he turned over means more to you. What, what going through a storm reveals is what's important. While you're going through, is it about the relationship or is it about you getting this thing out of you, off of you? Because he tells you, I'm building you up. And a lot of times the building process is ugly. Is what? Ugly. Hey, look, how many times we didn't have church and in the tent, you see the team out there, king of glory, with the buckets. We're in a building process. (laughs) And slowly but surely, painting's going on the building, but what if we first moved here and painted the building? Y'all Y'all remember when we first moved here? How toe up it was? What if the first part, my wife would have looked at me, boy, y'all would have looked at me, you really spending our seed on painting this old raggedy building. And so much time, Noel, the Lord is spending time. What if you was really that jacked up? It's taken a while to get this thing out of you. You just want God to paint the building and put new windows in. You got to get mold out. You got to get inspections. You got to get surveyors sometimes. You got, man, over there, one of the first things we got to do when we get our building permit is we have to reinforce the building for assembly. There's metal work that needs to be done so it don't fall on your head because we're going to shake the place. So it's getting worship-proof. Love Quest worship-proof. Right? He's putting a firm foundation in there. And then this whole back wall back here, not here, but there, they got to tear it all down and put up a whole new window It's fireproof. I mean, a, a wall, that's fire resistant. The Lord is making you fire resistant. He's made, he's built something. He got to tear down, overthrow, pull down, then plant. We want to miss the and flip it and reverse it. And we want, we want the paint and all that stuff. We ain't flipping and reverse it. Oh, it's like if you're going to get a new kidney, you can't tell the doctor But leave the old one. I like one. <laughs> Can they work together? No, I want to keep that. That one's been with me for a long time. <laughs> I still got some E&J in that one. I still got some brandy in that one. Hey, Amen. I still got some, some wine. No. As much as it sucks, the unraveling has to happen first. The key is, can I praise while unraveling? Hold on to your hope. He says, it shall not overpower you. It just means you're going to get tangled up with the devil sometime. You're going to be wrestling. He's going to be in your face. Sometime he may just be, ah, ah, just like, ah, just... Ah, uh, ah! Uh, like he just gonna be like, ah! Uh, he gonna mm. <laughs> sometimes he gonna he gonna. But man, it, it it it's it's that I forget what fight it was the other day, and that the guy was just had 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 homeboy against the ropes, and he just like ah. Uh, and the boy was just all on the ropes just and God is training you not just to punch but dodge Dodge the accusations. Dodge the insecurities. I don't, nope, I don't receive that. Nah, I'm healed. But Nah, I'm going to make it. Nah, I'm an overcomer. Nope, nope, nope. Ah, nope, nope, nope. Oh, bye-bye. And then before you know it, you back up in the game. Bye-bye, Ba bye 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 ba. that was lead I can't do it again the Lord has moved on (laughs) that's why anybody still wearing jeans with no elastic in it you are tripping we're gonna pray for you you need flexibility around here that's them Walmart uh Wranglers you still in it's them Calgary specials amen (laughs) is <laughs> Amen. Amen. Matthew 16, he says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I will give you the keys. His keys, not the world keys. His way, not your way. His philosophy, not yours. His thoughts, not your thoughts. And whatever you bind, listen, very key. Whatever you walking around, I bind you. It must be what is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, I loose you, must be what is already loosed in heaven. I will give you the keys. I will give you the keys. He has given us the keys. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys. Say, I got the keys. Keem hey, Seema. Who got the keys to my Bima? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Amen. See, I'll be catching all that. Amen. <laughs> Moving right along. Keys give access. Keys give access. Yeah. His folks come show up to the church and be like, Pastor, we can, how, can we get in? I'm glad I don't got to answer that question no more because people, we keep people keys. Keys give what? Access. Keys give permission. Keys give peace. I want you to understand this. How you know keys give peace? All right. You ever lost your keys? There you go. You know. That keys give peace. <laughs> Absolutely. Keys give you peace of mind right now. Some of y'all looking for you. Where are my keys at right now? Keys give you peace. I love, I love these days, you, you, you need a five, but you don't need a key. You If you as long as the five on you, woo, holy goes more like a five. Right ready? Actually, you walk up, they see the glory on you, and you just reach out, the door open. Amen. Right? I love walking up to the car, and, you know, as long as the key on me, <sighs> Beep, beep, beep. right, keys give peace. See, instead of stressing out, use your keys. How many people have ever been looking for their keys, and their keys was on them? Yeah, you was tired, you was tired, you was tired, you was tired. You was tired. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. The keys was on you, but you thought you lost them. Come on, follow me. You walking around the house, you done cussed cuss right at your kids, and you swore you put them right here on the counter. Right, Brendan, you ever, you ever, I I know I put them right here. And you go to the same place about four, five times. You go to the car, you flip your purse out, you look in your little skinny jeans, fellas, you feeling all, you know if they was in your skinny jeans, man, come on. (laughs) Keys give you peace. Keys are verification. Yeah, yeah. Verification, you, something is yours. Verification, you have access to places. <laughs> you ever get that key to the hotel room and you walk in and somebody already in your room? No, yeah, okay. Is that ghetto or is that like American thing? <laughs> That's that cheap hotel. They trying to make their money. They like, hey, hopefully they're not there. Y'all fight over it. <laughs> Amen. And I I I I remember walking in a room <laughs> and, and and uh homeboy was so nervous. I would have been nervous too. Can you imagine just chilling in your room and somebody walk in? <laughs> you got two people sitting there staring at each other like what? I got a key too. <laughs> we both got access. Amen. Now, in that story, that is funny, but some of you got to understand that God's given keys to all his children, so stop hating. When you show up, somebody on the platform with you, stop hating. You ain't the only one that got talent. You're not the only one got a good resume. Stop hating against people that get the, get the job before you. Bless them. They got keys, too. Some of the stuff you're jealous over, it's God bless them. He said, I bless those who bless you. I curse those who curse you, man. You better learn how to start blessing people and stop hating. And let me understand, just because you don't say hater stuff don't mean God don't know you a hater. God know you a hater because he knows it's in your heart. Look at your neighbor just like with that look like, are you a hater? Are you really a hater? And then keys, keys say power. Keys say power. You know, some people get the key to the city. I don't know what that means. What is the key to the city? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a key to my house too? <laughs> <laughs> key? It's the key to the city. You just got access. You're getting cl- all the clubs free. What is the key to the city? Tell me, Effie. No, tell your microphone. Microphone. Cuz we got we got we finally got we got a camera on. We'll come over here cuz there's only one working. Right, so I think I think Amen. That's Teacher Effie. She has been ordained to be a teacher in this house. Amen. Um, so little Wayne got a key to Louisiana. Got a... <laughs> Travis Scott got a key. Drake got a key to Toronto. Uh, who else got key? You know what I'm saying? All these Led Zeppelin got a key to where. I'm just wondering when the church going to get the keys to the city. Where the Nehemiah is at? You do understand what he's telling you is we patrol the atmosphere. We don't just come in a building and have church. We don't worship here how we worship here. We're not just worshiping for y'all and with you guys. We're actually patrolling the region. There's heavens that give up, and there's things that break. There's families that are restored. There's pastors who are ready to give up, not understanding how did I get this refreshing. I believe there's some revelations I get because there's a church somewhere praying. Everything that happening is not happening because it's happening in here. The body of Christ is causing things to move around the world. That's why we need you to lift your hands because your mama somewhere strung out on drugs or your cousin or your co-worker. Those words, your praise travels. Praise is mobile. So when God has has given you the keys to a place, it's to unlock, it's to lock, it's to bind, it's to loose it's to change Wally from what it was. It's to change political mindsets. But you got to use the key. Keys are power. Keys have no power without proper use. How many people then broke a key in a lock trying to make the key work? And somehow you pull it and you, no, I don't care how much you pull it. I don't care how you manipulate it. If the key is not made and it has to be, have the grooves that are compatible. Understand what you're praying has to be compatible with what he said. It's the double-edged sword. What makes the word a double-edged sword is we give our mouth to what his mouth said. And when heaven speaks and earth speaks the same thing, there's a cutting and a shifting. It's like an earthquake. Two plates are doing this. And when we come together and say what heaven is saying, there's a shaking and a moving and there's a cutting and there's a binding and there's a loosing and things have to change. Things have to change. And what the enemy's trying to get you to do is agree with him. And you're sitting here trying to use a key from heaven when you're also telling your friends a key from hell. One minute you're saying, by his stripes, I'm healed. The next minute you get weak and you're saying, I'm sick. Well, we know what? That don't work. So now you are trying to please, don't mind me when I say this. You are trying to um. not work. I just I gotta say it, how it is because it's how God made it. His entire system works together. What God says and what heaven what what heaven says and what hell says. They always butt heads. <laughs> you, you, go, you get what I'm going. So what you end up trying to do because you're fatigued is you try to do what a lot of couples do. Who naturally can't have kids. You're trying to manipulate the system that's already been set. And you're trying to get God... To do things, and he's like, "I can't. I feel you. I see your tears. But no matter how hard it gets, I just need you to stay the course. Because the moment you use hell's keys, you give hell access. So I hear you declaring the word, but now you are also saying other words that that gives." Hell power. So, what you understand, fear is, is is faith that it won't work. So, this is why it's important to use your physical body while being punched. Because you have to trick the enemy in the sense he cannot get. here. Here's what happens in a game. A team can be down 20 points and you let them go on a 10-point run. What happens? They They gain confidence. You have to stop letting the enemy gain confidence. So so now you're trying to manipulate a system and give birth to healing and birth to peace and birth. But the Bible says a double-minded man. I'm preaching to you right now. A double-minded man cannot possibly pray and expect what you're praying is going to happen. (laughs) So a part of my fight is getting single-minded. This is why it's important to get around people that will help me keep my posture that I had pre-attack. This is why sometimes what you notice is there's people who went from walking to not being able to walk. Now they need friends to still help them walk. I need friends that's going to tear the roof open for me. I don't need friends that's going to come and make just just, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Tell me it's going to be okay while you're carrying me to Jesus. The boy said, Jesus looked in the roof and saw a hole being cut. Did Did the pain stop the movement? What the enemy wants you to do is get paralyzed. Keys have no power without proper use. Keys have no power when you leave other access points available. So I can lock my front door. We do this a lot of times with people who don't have keys. Shut your mouth. There's been times like somebody living in the house or somebody visiting town or somebody is spending the night and they don't got an extra key. So you say, hey, I'm going to lock the front door. But, hey, over on the side, I'm going to leave the back door open. So I might lock the door with one scripture, but my actions tell the devil, hey, the side window is open. Hey, the back door is open. Every time you say, I'm healed by his stripes, then afterwards you get on your phone and, girl, I'm just, oh, my God. I'm sick. I don't know when this going to go away. The devil is a lie. The devil, just because you say the devil a lie don't mean nothing. You see this? What good is you locking the front door if you're gonna leave a side window open? The Bible says, "Don't give the enemy a foothold." You sitting there spending all that time. You sitting there making sure when you walk away from the car, because you park somewhere in a dangerous neighborhood, you just hitting your alarm a bunch of times. Act- You ever close your door, you you didn't unlock it, and you act like somebody in the house? Hey, I'll be back in a minute. You stay safe, okay? Ain't nobody home, but you're trying to tell whoever might be around somebody at the house. Back in the day, you leave the house and leave the TV on. Hey, somebody leave a light on. Leave a light on. (laughs) Hey, that's that cheap security system. Just leave leave the light on. (laughs) <laughs> pretty soon the devil going to find out oh it's a light on but ain't nobody home guarding the place you lock you could put the chain on you could do all you want to but what access points what statues what mouthy things unforgiveness pride self hatred Right. What, what, what areas in your life potentially are you leaving side windows? How you talk down to yourself. How you complain. Complaining and murmuring is evil. Look in the Bible about murmuring. If you're a complainer, even if you're ready, you can have a posture of complaining. You, you walk around. Hey, Pastor T. You walking like a complaint. Hey, Pastor T, how you doing? (laughs) And they only asked you how you doing so you can ask them how they doing. (laughs) Hey, this I learned. How you doing, Pastor T? I'll be like, good. You ain't going to get me into that trap. Uh -uh. I ain't about to say, how you doing? No. Good. I assume you doing complaining. Amen. You just walking around. (laughs) Hey, you got to be wise. Do not. Somebody today, somebody today going to ask you right after church, how you doing? You better know the game. I'm telling you. When you say, how you doing? You are telling them you are committed to the answer. I'm trying to help you because in a spiritual environment, everyone remains open after church for impartation. That's why you got to be careful who comes up to you after service with a prophetic word or who want to lay hands on you. Everybody, hi. Oh, my God. So good. The Lord was so good. Hey, how are you doing? Good. We all have to be mindful and prayerful. What is is happening? The Bible says that you've been freed, and then the enemy comes back seven times stronger looking in the window. (laughs) They were screaming. They kicked us out when they walked into Love Quest. We can't go up in Love Quest. (laughs) Then you go out to your car, and they sit in the backseat like, The Bible says Jesus was tempted three times. And then it says after the third time, the devil went off to the side and waited for another opportune time. So let me, let me help y'all. Let me help some of y'all. Some of y'all left the devil out there. Him and his homies walking around the car smoking cigarettes. <laughs> no, 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 it says the Bible says, let me go back to my home. There's some places that the enemy does not have access. So in other words, what that tells me is I could have walked in a place that's holy and the enemy has no access because he has no keys. But he has keys to your life. Therefore, he has keys to your car. And sometimes he has keys to your podcast, your Spotify playlist, your cell phone. He got Spotify. He got Apple Music. He got your text thread. He got your emails. He got all the. I How many? You got Yoohoo, Not Yoohoo, uh, That's old school. That's uh 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 uh, 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 uh Tweet t- Twitter. Uh, what else you got? Huh? TikTok. TikTok, Instagram. All these Facebook. All these. All these are portals. You, I want you to understand. Peep the game. It, so I, I have social medias. Okay. But they're all windows. And that's how they know. You could be talking about shoes, and then the next thing you know, you open up your window, and guess what's up there? Shoes. They're windows. They're attached to your personal algorithm. The world, the system, has access to your life. Forget the government. But the enemy that runs the system has access to your desires. Real talk. So, what windows are you opening today? Do they give access to the enemy, or do they give access? See, if you're working on healing, if you move you got to close some windows. Let me let me go on. Move it on down the road real quick. Let me move it on. Ease on down. Ease on down the road. The kingdom is. The kingdom is life as God made it, life as God says it, and life as God knows it. The kingdom of God is the good life. David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will surely deliver them into your hand. In other words, the Lord said, I am about to flip the script. People in here need some scripts to be flipped. And David came to Baal-perazim and he smote them there and said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the bursting out of great waters, So he called the name of that place Baal Perazim, the Lord of the Breakthrough. I know there's a few people here that can use a nice little breakthrough in their life. Whether it's financial, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, I need a breakthrough, God. I need wisdom, I need strategy, I need understanding, I need clarity, I need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough, this anxiety. I need a breakthrough, this depression. I need a breakthrough. (laughs) I want you to see something. David would not have gotten a breakthrough without him breaking forth. You see this competition. You see how he's competing. There the Philistines left their images, and David and his men took them away. The Philistines came up again and spread themselves out in the valley of Rephidim. When David inquired of the Lord, he said, you shall not go up, but go around. The way God sent you the first time ain't how he going to send you the second time. When, he, when you call one time, he may not answer the same way. But go, I really believe we're in a season where God is about to do the miracle in the ridiculous. He's going to do the miracle in the dirty water. He's going to do the miracle in the spitting on your eyes. It is not about to happen the way you want it, when you want it, where you want it, the evangelist you want it, the day you want it, the minute you want it, the color skin you want it, the culture you want it. God's about to do something that he gets all the glory. He said, this time go around. I need you to go. He said, here's strategy. He said, you're going to come upon them. You're going to creep upon them. Pull upon me. And you're going to go to opposite the mulberry trees. And when you hear the sound. When you hear the sound of marching. God before the breakthrough always sends a sound of a united march. A people that's willing to roar and stomp and shout and pray and fast and do what he's asking you to do. He's in the tops of the mulberry trees. Then bestir stir yourselves. What is bestir? I just like to think it means to be stirred. Stir yourself up. That's what we was doing this morning because I have making a sound because I hear a sound. i am be stirring myself. I'm stirring. And this is what I'm trying to help do in your life is stir your faith up. i am be stirring. All day today, we're going to be what? Stirring. Tonight at 5 p.m., we're going to be stirring. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the fasting and praying. What we doing? Be stirring. Why? Because God is telling me, when I hear the sound and then when I be stirring, for then has the Lord gone out before you to smite the army. I love it. He said, I need you to be stirring while I go out and be defeating. I'm not asking you to go out there and lift a sword. I'm asking you to lift a praise. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm a be stirring, and, 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 and your stirring is the wind that I will use to take. It's just like, the, like David. All God needed him to do is release one stone. One stone wasn't powerful enough to take out a giant, but with the anointing on the stone, with the force of God's wind behind it, he'll take your old thing and knock down your big old giant's. And David did as the Lord and David did as the Lord and David did as the Lord and David did David obeyed God it, it didn't make no sense but David did hey Naaman had to get with the program he was asked by his servant do you want to be healed or you want a certain person to speak to you he well sir I want to he- I want to be healed so I'm gonna go dip in this poop water and I'm gonna be healed and the Bible says his skin was restored to like baby skin You're gonna be mad at Jesus because he spit in your eyes, or you're gonna be excited that the spit, the stupid, the ridiculous cause you to start seeing. And some of y'all, you don't, you've been suffering too long to pick how it's gonna come. Remove the arrogance out of your prayer. You don't get to choose how your healing is coming. You don't get to choose how your breakthrough coming. If you knew better than God, you would have been well. We're gonna land this plane. By his spirit, we have to, and we are, and we will put an end to some things today. We have to, and we are, and we will put an end to some things today. Anybody first. We must add force to our faith. We must add force to our faith. Jude says, contend for the faith. We must contend. Champions, the hardest thing to do is repeat. They're trying to contend to repeat. The trick is, I know you won one season. But can you repeat seasons of victory? I know you used to be hot for Jesus, but can you stay hot for Jesus? I know you used to tithe, but can you keep tithing? I know you used to love, and after you've been hurt, it's been hard to love, but can you keep loving? Can you repeat victory? (laughs) The miracle in this season is in the nonsense. The miracle is in the nonsense. The moment you start trying to make sense, you will not be walking in the supernatural. The miracle is in the nonsense. The miracle is in the crushing. It's in the stretching. It cannot stay. And I don't know what your it is, but it cannot stay. It has stayed too long. I'm I talking to anybody. It cannot stay. Where's your faith at? Is there anything in your life you're believing? It got to go. Say it can't stay. Say it can't stay. I'll leave you with Deuteronomy and John 10. Man, got get to this, get this stuff to you. Get some courage juice to you. I know you're bold. Drink. But the Bible says drink of the Spirit. Get bold off the Spirit. Some of us, all of us, The church needs to learn how to fight for, contend for the city. Abraham stood between God and the city. He said, God, don't kill all these people. Like, does it bother you that people are strung out on drugs? Does it bother you? You have family members on their way to hell? (laughs) Right. We just put all that on God. God, you do it. Hallelujah. Listen. Deuteronomy says if you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord if you will listen diligently to the sound and be watchful to do all his commandments which I have commanded you this day the Lord your God will set you high above if you listen and do he will set you he will set you up if you listen and do if you be stirring he will go before you and be defeating if you listen and do he's a partner in this thing and all these blessings, all these blessings shall come upon those who listen and do. It is, I love it. It just didn't say they'll come upon you, but all these blessings will overtake you. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of just enough. I want some overtaking. Lord, here I take over you. Lord. I want to be knocked down by blessings. Overtake you if you heed to the voice of the Lord, if you heed to it, listen, stop, pause, meditate on it, respond to it, listen to it, respect it, revere it. Blessed shall you be in the city. This is for the people who are making their mind up today to listen to God and do it. And listen to God and do it. And live a lifestyle of listening to God and do it and listen 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 and do it. Listen and do it and listen and do it and listen and do it. Until I go and be with the Lord, I'm going to listen and do it. Blessed you're gonna be, shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. That means wherever you go, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed inside and outside. I love that surround sound blessing right there. Everywhere I go, I'm going to be blessed. Blessed shall you be the fruit of your body. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. When you listen and obey, listen and obey. Listen, obey. Hear, listen, obey. Hear, listen and obey. Hear, listen and obey. Here, listen and obey. Here, listen and obey. Your body shall be Blessed. I'm talking about here, listen, obey, close all the windows. Here, listen, obey, lock all the doors. <laughs> Hold on to the keys. Now here, listen, obey, leave the side window open just for one little homie to come through. A just for one little joint, just for one little hit, just for one little cuss out, just for one little unforgiveness. Here, listen, obey, and just kind of do this. Here, listen, obey. Period point, Blake, close the chapter. The increase of your cattle. There's no increase about you. Blessed shall your basket and your kneading be, your netting trough. Blessed. Bring it down. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall, bless shall, bless shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be when you awake, and blessed shall you be when you sleep. Blessed shall you be at work, and blessed shall you be when you take off work. My money is working because God is working, and even in the midst of a pandemic, there's increase. Blessed shall you be when you go in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. You want to leave me. You don't want to be my friend. The devil's attacking me. You want to persecute me. Blessed shall you be when I go in. Blessed Bless shall I be when I go out. Bless shall I be with friends. Bless shall I be without. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise upon the Lord. Shall, I don't need to fight you. The Lord shall cause my enemies that I fight to be what? Defeated. You're going to trip over your own feet in the name of Jesus. He said before your face they shall come out against you one way and flee another seven ways. What is he saying right here? This is the point. Seven is the number of completion. So he's saying, yes, the devil is going to try all his tactics. But I'm putting an end to number seven. Number seven, there is a new day. I'm speaking to somebody that you are coming to the end of the enemy's attacks. It will not work. The end, it has to end. Say it has to end. Come on, say it has to end. Poverty has to end. Sickness has to end. Division has to end. Lack has to end. Mental illness has to end. It's got to end. The Lord shall command the blessing upon me. In my storehouse and in all that I undertake, my business ventures, my bank account, the Lord will command the blessing. And he will bless you in those doors of the land. I don't care how many people close doors in BC. When the Lord gets to commanding doors to be open, and what I've come to understand, there when He commands the blessing, sometimes He's commanding doors to close. And I love this, Elder John, that the Lord will establish me as a people that are holy for Himself. I am wanted. He's established me all for himself. That's what some of y'all want. You want somebody who wants you all to they self. You just want your little thing. You just want you going to the gym because you just want somebody who wants you all to yourself. Just all to yourself. But until you fall in love with the one that died for you all for himself, you ain't going to never be satisfied. Jesus is the door. He provided the keys. I call him Jehovah all access. Jehovah, Hey, hey there's some doors you got to learn how not to want to go in no more. You know how many people like going in the scary house at the carnival? Yeah, exactly. That, that, right? But there's some doors that we choose to go in that are scary because we nosy, and because the world got it or our neighbor got it. You, I don't know who I'm talking to, but some doors you got to be okay with not ever opening. You got to be okay with some people never coming back in your life. That's God keeping them away. Stop calling them. I, I know that was the Lord right there. Stop calling them. Stop calling them. Or fella, stop calling her. Stop texting her. Say, hey, I was just checking on you. See, somebody told me the other day that you got in a car accident. Let them get in a car accident and pray. She got another man that can care for her. Get over it. So what if your mama and her is friends? Let your mama and her be friends. Y'all not no more. Don't call no more. That's that side window. That was, man, that was from the Lord right there. Somebody. Somebody. That blessed somebody right there. <laughs> he says, I'm the door. He said, Thief come to steal, kill, destroy, but I've come to give you life, life to full and abundance till overflow. Say, overflow. overflow. How can we land this, Lord? I really thought I was going to get all this. That's why I love two services. I want to let you know as you leave this place, you have all access. In spite, clearly, I need to help you before you leave and go get caught up in this world for all week. You have access in spite. What do I mean, Pastor? Hebrews ten tells me full freedom and confidence. I have full freedom and confidence to enter into as holy as a holies. I have full freedom. And it says, by this fresh and new living way, which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, that is, through his flesh. Listen. He said, I'll remember your sins no more. And not, not, not he said, I won't count them. He said, I don't even have record of them. Some of you that got with shame and condemnation, let it in today. The stuff you keep bringing up to yourself, God and for God, he don't even remember. He like, Who? I don't remember that, daughter. Right. Yeah, I don't remember you had that Menazetwaas. I don't remember that. I don't remember that cocaine you snorted. I don't. That was you. I don't remember you committed adultery. I don't remember. Why you keep bringing that up to me? Oh, you did that? I, I can see the Lord. Like you did that? Wow. <laughs> you keep reminding yourself. got to put an end to your mind reciting your sin. And every time your sin is recited within, you need to recite your, your salvation without. He says, i remember no more. So he says, let us all come. Who is all? Let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts in unqualified assurance. You don't deserve this. But it's assurance, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Don't play it, because you've been playing everything. You've been, amen. Stay somewhere, amen. The entire human personality, having your heart sprinkled and purified from a guilty conscience. He said, "You got to get out of of a, a guilty conscience." You can never go forward because you're constantly meditating on, on, on the wrong you've done and how bad you are. That's kind of arrogant sitting there thinking about how bad you are. Because what you're saying is your sin is stronger than his blood. He's cleansed you. We have access to the greatest and the highest seat in heaven. Earth and government. So let us take our seat. What do they say in court, Elder John? All rise. rise. And then after that? Ah, y'all better get the scripture. All rise. Your honor is now entering. Once your honor has sat down. Now let me help you. Ephesians 2 says when he got up. I got up all rise right you got you got it when he got up we all rise and when he took his seat the Bible says we took our seat. <laughs> oh my God do you see heaven on earth the government gotta do there's this what this thing was created. By God. The only thing that's wrong is the government tries to do things worldly, but then when it comes to punishing people, they try to do it like God. But they left out grace and mercy. Ephesians says, when he got up, we all got up and we are joint seated. So when the father told Jesus, you may be seated, guess who else sat with him? You. All Access, Mr. All-Knowing, Mr. All-Power, and this was all leading up to tonight, I really thought I was going to get all this out today, but I am giving you, I think it's 12 keys to breakthrough, 12 keys to breakthrough. I'm going to leave you with number one, don't turn. This is very important. Some of y'all have spent thousands of dollars to go get three principles that will help you to financial wealth. <laughs> I'm about to give you some. Said when I free, I'm about to give you your keys. You do have to. He said when I give you, I gave you keys. There, he literally means he's giving you keys. But some of you have don't even know their keys. What he's saying is there's keys that give you access. So if I'm going to have breakthrough, and not just have breakthrough, but sustain breakthrough, I need these 12 keys. And we're going to give them tonight. I'm going to give you number one. Number one. Thank him, Jesus. Bless her. Number one. Don't look for one. Number one, just look for the next slide that you just left. There we go. Number one key is a life of praise and thanksgiving. Not a Sunday, not a when I feel good, not a day, but a lifestyle of praise and thanksgiving. The scripture says, next slide. Now, I don't, I, I don't believe that's the next slide. Nope. You all over the place. Amen. She's shaking right now. Somebody go help her um, back there in the back. Anyways, number one is praise and thanksgiving. Okay? And the scripture says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. This to his courts with praise. He's saying this is how you have access. Is you enter not with complaining. Not with worry. Not with anxiety. Enter in thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. We'll give you a few scriptures tonight for each point. And the last key that we'll have tonight, and I'll talk about it tonight, is going to be testify. (laughs) That's how we're going to end tonight. Because he says they overcame. Here's the key to overcoming. By the blood of Jesus and by the word of their testimony. That's a key. So when I'm not feeling good, when I'm going through, guess what I need to start doing? Reminding the devil how good God is. Remind, man, David was going through it, but he said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed beg for bread. Has God been good to any person in this building? Anybody? Do anybody remember how far God, has he brought you out of anything? Has he saved you from anything? Has he delivered you from anything? Has he brought you back from anything? Anybody been lost and now found? If so, give God a big old shout of praise. Father God, we thank you for this word, and I declare it will not return void. I declare, Father, that this word will produce some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. And Lord, we're going to learn about these keys, and we're going to use them. And we're going to stop sticking keys into doors you already closed. And we're going to stop leaving little side windows open. You are the master key, and we don't have time to look through a hundred keys to get through a door. I declare you're raising up a people that are efficient, that are sharpshooters, that are skillful with their left hand and their right hand with their bow, that pray the word. I thank you, Lord, for this week when we fast and pray that it will be a time of Breakthrough. Significant breakthrough. In your name we pray. If there's anyone here, Father, just touch your children who need a touch. Refresh those who need a refreshing. Heal those who need a healing. Bring peace upon those who need peace. And help us, Holy Ghost, keep our posture while the enemy punching. It discourages the enemy's attack. When his punches don't break us. (laughs) The Lord says you might be cracked. But don't mistake cracking for being broken. (laughs) I declare you will experience the Holy Spirit this week as gorilla glue. In Jesus' name, Jehovah Gorilla Glue, in Jesus' name, give God a hand. What a word. Listen, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at Love Quest, INTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.